The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Tangent Egg Podcast. I'm Seth and I am a little bit sick this week. I am going to do my best to edit around the coughing I may be doing this episode. But if I miss it, that's why. Otherwise, In return, we get I'm... sultry voice. I know, right? <laughs> That's a pack a day smoker sound. Lick Seth's ear again. God damn it, don't start with this. I want that we're going to set off the coffee. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Uh, here, so swoosh. Yay! Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so this week we're starting out. We had Ubisoft do their big uh, Ubisoft Forward event to talk about what they're working on in the coming year slash next year and the uh, cliff notes on it are essentially we're getting a mobile version of Assassin's Creed that no one asked for set in China a setting everyone's asked for yeah we are getting a we are actually getting finally the setting everyone thought they were gonna do first no not first second because we had that first game and then they had all Hmm. this Asian iconography you can find on the wall they are finally doing the Japanese one nice but it's some nebulous time in the future it's currently codenamed Assassin's Creed Red Um, it doesn't actually have a title yet it's a we're doing a thing and and eventually we'll get around to the thing but here's plenty of other shit in a mobile game yay now what they've done is they couldn't be bothered thinking of a name they've gone the Pokemon route now they're doing additions. <laughs> well, I mean, they're just um, they're just code names. They're they're yeah. not official titles yet because the other one they announced was Assassin's Creed Hex, which we're thinking is going to be uh, witch themed. But what? Where would like, they put Assassin's it? Creed Red could have just as easily been Assassin's Creed Land of the Rising Sun. Mm. Like, yeah. At least then it's like, oh, we're doing a thing. At least then that's something they can say, oh, we're we're doing this thing in Japan. We can point back at this. Like, yeah. Not just uh, like, Assassin's Creed Red. Six months' time. I'm not going to fucking remember what that is. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to remember because the one that's coming out before it and Hex is Mirage, which is the one they want you to focus on. Well, after mm-hmm. Valhalla, I very much doubt I'm going to focus on an Assassin's Creed for a fucking long time. Same. Um, yeah. yeah like, I couldn't get into that game at all. Until, Valhalla really burnt me on yeah. on the Assassin's Creed Until formula. Until Red, or brackets, Land of the Rising Sun, comes out. Then <laughs> I might give a fuck again. I'm yeah, not no, gonna lie. You, you can't keep me away from an Assassin's Creed-themed game in Japan. No. Like, I no. want that. Everyone wants that. No, we've already had that. It was Ghost of Tsushima, and it was amazing. <laughs> I can love that game, and I want the sequel for that just, now. Assassin's Creed Shinobi. Hey, I'm fucking all over it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there was one thing that I thought was really weird in the trailer for Mirage, and I'm probably the only person who's going to be slightly annoyed by this. So, because of when this one's set, this is set in back in Baghdad and all this stuff, it's in, like, old setting for the setting, which means they have to remove the finger to use the, the hidden blade. Yeah. And they show you in the trailer him going through the process of cutting his finger off. They then show later on him using the hidden blade, but he's using the open palm style from the later <laughs> games where they don't cut their fingers off. But they so he just that cuts his fingers off for no reason. But the point is so that you can Valhalla. keep the fist and punch it in. Yeah. They say that in Valhalla, like, why would you cut your finger off? Why would you weaken yourself? Like, and then it's like, cut, you got to cut your finger off, but just don't use it. Why? That's just stupid. I don't know. I really, really Weird. don't know. It's such an odd thing. Because all the all the other times after that shot in the trailer, he has open strike. It's like, why did you include the shot of him cutting the finger off? I don't we get just want it. you to prove that you're dedicated. Value. You've got to cut a finger off. Uh, 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 it, it, it's dumb. Also, we got the announcement trailer for the last piece of DLC for Valhalla given that i played none of the DLC for Valhalla, and currently part of the DLC for Valhalla is still broken and is incompletable. Yay. Who cares? Is is the next DLC, like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the continuation of a bloated game? 
Uh, fucking it, look, man, that game was bloated with that DLC. Yeah, it's slowly becoming Jabba the Hutt, just sitting in the corner. <laughs> oh, but you <daughter. laughs> Bring me the assassins. <laughs> Bring me Solo. Um, next up, we got the next uh, announced game for the Mario Plus Rabbids series. Uh, I actually really like that series. It's Mario Rabbids X. I haven't. I thoroughly enjoyed that series. It is. I haven't actually played it, fun. but I've heard good things. Look, man, if you want to give it a go, I I have it. I have the have it on Switch. I can lend it to you. It's nice. actually pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I've always the, heard the good puzzles things, in it. I'm like, actually... holy fuck! Like when you get a puzzle to work right, it's like, oh my god, the whole world just opened up. But until you hit nice. that point, it's like, how the fuck am I meant to do this? Like, am I meant to focus on enemies or am I meant to focus on moving my character to the other side of the fucking screen? Oh, I'm meant to use the enemies to move the character. What the fuck? And hmm? when you figure that out, it's like, oh, the whole thing just clicks. Here's one of the things I do like about Mario games. They're very rarely shit. Like, yeah. They're normally pretty solidly built. I still need to play the new Kirby as well, actually. Oh, I've got seen... land. Yeah. I've heard really good things. Apparently it's like a really fun game. There was an absolute chance of these Mario Rabbids game being shit, mostly because mm. it's developed by Ubisoft and it's got Rabbids in it. There is a yeah, very yeah. high chance of it being shit, but they managed to pull it out, and I'm just yeah. hoping mm. they can fucking bottle lightning and the second one is as good as the fucking first. Because well, really this one the they're including one of Ubisoft's mascots because it's going to include Raven. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's where the rabbits come from, so I suppose like they've gone through the whole Mario character, so now they've got to bring Mario into the rabbits universe. And there's Raven. Yeah. Though, um, I'd, I'd like it if they brought in all the say the DLC of that. They added in uh, Donkey Kong and like yeah. a bit of extra stuff. It'd be yeah. cool if you had already started with all of those characters, and then they bring in some more from other realms. That'd be interesting. That would be. That'd be fun. Uh, next up, we got the new trailer for Skull and Bones, which I don't think anyone here gives a flying fuck about. I've already I, played Skull and Bones. I was keen Assassin's for it Street until 4. they... Yeah, yeah. like, I, I was keen for it when it was still... They were trying to, like, recreate Assassin's Creed 4. Then they took away all the shit we didn't want them to take away. It's like, I want to be a... I want to do the parkour things in pirate time and give me a ship. That's it. That, just have fun with that. Like, oh no no you want to uh, be locked in your ship and not be able to move yeah yeah that's how it works why the ship combat wasn't that interesting it was a fun arcade side note the most yeah. fun I had on that boat was travelling between islands listening to sea shanties yeah yeah. and then finding a random merchant be like I want your stuff it sucks to be you right now and taking over a boat and boarding said boat yeah like it was great but I, no I'd, I actually wouldn't mind Skull and Bones if, like, you can go through, do your whole pirate thing, steal all the treasure, and then you could fuck off and bury it and leave a map, and then yeah. that map gets randomly generated, and you find someone else's map, and you got to go find it and defend and shit. That'd actually be pretty fun. Like, they could do that some fun things, but it's Ubisoft, so it's going to be climb to the highest point to unlock a section of the map again. Yeah. Over and over again. Next up is... Uh, an update on Trackmania. <laughs> because that's still Which a thing. Is, going. Yeah, well, I mean, it's got a pretty robust speedrunning community that's still going. Um, but it's going over to consoles with crossplay enabled, so... Hmm. Um, that's good, I guess. I mean, so, I, don't, I, I it is haven't one played the, Trackmania since we were back in uni. It's yeah. one of those few genres where keyboard and mouse isn't going to be all that different to a fucking controller. So it's one of the few games where you could have crossplay with a, without a major disparity in fucking control, which is well, actually I mean, pretty. The most of the controls for Trackmania were just the arrow keys. Like it was yeah. a real bare bones Absolutely. racing game. It was supposed to take it back to all the pure, like just twitch reflexes on driving instead of like, oh, I am the master of drift. It might be one yeah. of the few things where a controller actually works better. You can actually yeah, have a little more actually. fine control instead of tap left tap right to fucking try and dial it in yeah yeah true here's to hoping yeah. hopefully it works out uh, make a dream we got another we got another Just Dance game coming out 
I don't think any of us give a shit about Just Dance. No, but it wouldn't yeah, be a yeah. Ubisoft thing without a Just Dance piece of trash. They'd ha- Hopefully Look, they had a stage full of people and no one gave a fuck about dancing to a song no one remembers. What property have they layered on top of it <coughs> this time? Like, there's normally a theme or something to them, isn't there? Because there was a Star Wars one, I remember that much. Um, usually the just basic Just Dance don't have a theme over them. They're just like... Colored people. Bre- I mean, it's like, it's like Guitar Hero, but ah. for dancing. They do do, like, themed editions sometimes, but, like, just, just normal Just Dance is just like, yeah, hey, we got a bunch of songs. Here's neon skin paint and furry costumes. Yay! Yeah. Uh, I know someone must be buying them, but who's buying these games? Woo Girls. Ah, uh, yeah, fair. Uh, next up we got another fucking mobile game in Rainbow Six Mobile. Why? Who was asking for this? Like thirteen-year-olds, probably. The, the Rainbow Six like scene is like it's fairly well built into what it is at the moment. Like on PC and console, like they're fairly focused on their whole multiplayer thing of it. I don't see how it'd fucking work on bloody mobile phones. And I think tablets. they're trying because I know that like. Uh, was it Fortnite went to mobiles and tablets maybe they're just trying to cash in on that market again yeah but that style of game could work on a fucking tablet like it's meant to be sort of well for lack of a better word janky like it's sort of cartoony in that whereas Rainbow Six is meant to be a almost a hardcore tactical shooter you're meant to be able to sit there and twitch snipe and well blow a hole through a wall and shoot see who's on the other side where I don't see that working too well on a fucking mobile game all I can imagine because it's oh no I think actually I like like it is actually Rainbow Six mobile it's not a separate game it has crossplay enabled Wait, what? Um, oh yeah then I would absolutely love to be a PC player that jumps on a serve with nothing but fucking mobile players god damn that round would be over oh. so all I can quick. imagine you would be a god <laughs> all I can imagine is that the game the idea here is for those um, you know those Bluetooth controllers you can get which have, like, uh, a spot okay. for you to put your, your phone on. Yeah. I can only imagine that that's the demographic they're targeting because then they've at least got a full controller to work with and they've just mm. got Rainbow Six with them in their pocket or bag. But that's it. That's all I got. I, I have that's, no other idea what this is for. Man, you'd want to have a really good mobile. mobile. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Like, you'd have to be like sitting in a things. 5G area and praying to fuck. Yeah. You're, you're at least in a lobby with other mobile players. These kinds of things could not be... Like, they can't survive here in Australia. We don't have the infrastructure to have, like, someone running around and playing that on a phone. No. No. Like, well, it just... Yeah, no. Yeah, the, the, it, it's it's a bad call. But whatevs, guys, do you. Um, next up was the uh, another testing phase launch for the next Division expansion, Heartland. It's not an expansion. It's a standalone. Oh, so- it is? Yeah, so Division 2, um, they're still releasing, they're doing another year of seasons for that. Heartland is its own little thing uh, off to the side. It's a... Uh, so instead P- of being in a big city, you're in, like, Ohio, essentially. Yeah, sort of. Uh, it's a, a PvEVP kind of experience. So you can go out with your squad and fight other people, but there's also enemies, like NPCs and AI in the area. And oh, you, so have it's to, just, you have to extract with stuff. It's another fucking one of those extractions. So they're games. just spinning off Dark Zone. Yeah, mm. they're pretty much making a, a larger. To me, it feels like a larger Dark Zone. I could be very fucking wrong there, but that's how it feels to me. And yeah. I, to me, the Dark Zone in any of the Division games, it just annoyed the shit out of me. Like it's just a way yeah. to troll people. I'd rather just play the the open world content and with some mates. That's. I don't see yeah. Heartland being as big as any of the previous Division games. No, neither do I, even though it is free. Hmm. Um, yeah, I I'm not feeling that. Uh, they did announce that some of the content for the next um, season they're doing for Division, and uh, another, and that the sign-ups are going live for Division Resurgence, which another is a mobile, mobile spin-off. Yay! Yay! Like, uh, I've, I dumped a lot of time into Division 2. I thoroughly enjoyed it and then they got to the end of their planned seasons and went absolutely dirty on the last boss they they built up it's literally the first character you meet in the 
first game all the way through to the second game who yeah and then they get to the end and it's like oh you killed him no cutscene no nothing that's it and then a year later they said oh you sort of didn't like that and uh, we've got a bit more money now let's do some more stories like I'm fucking done I got burned out yeah, that no, game after fair. a year of no content we're bringing stuff soon eh give me a division that's 3 fair. or fuck off that is fair. Uh, next up, we got some more content coming for Riders Republic. I don't play Riders Republic. I don't think any of us do. Nope. Yeah. Sports ball um, done good. <laughs> sports ball! Yay! <laughs> Except it doesn't have sports ball in it. No. It doesn't? It, it'd be better if they had sports ball in it. But they have vans now. Oh, so you it, can just fly around and abduct people? No. The shoe no, brand. You can throw shoes no. at people, hopefully. Right, that also as works. As they're rolling down a hill, you get to stand there as an FPS and throw shoes at them. I can remember that. <laughs> I'd, I'd that. actually play, I'd play that. I'd be okay. <laughs> that would be a great side mode, just trying to Fucking knock these guys cool. off the bike or right. something. It's like, here, yeah. like, you just microtransactions, you can buy heavier objects. I'd probably like, pay for that then. How would that yeah, be for it's an just different shoe brands. Like, yeah. it's a. Oh. Spectator so mode just means you're actual spectator with fucking things to throw at them. No, Would that it, not be fun? It turns the game into a tower defense. You have to go yeah. along and hop along to each section with a different set of fucking shoes, try and get it in the spokes. Oh, I yeah. would pay for that. That'd be fun. Yo, yeah, light but quick is you're more like your vans, oh, exactly, your mid-range yeah. stuff yeah. is like some Nikes, your yeah. heavies are a pair of docks. Your light long range is a pair of thongs. Oh Just yeah, get that frisbee in. A bit of a boomerang to curve it around, whack straight in the side of the head. Your yeah, heavy okay. artillery, you got to have a pair of docks for heavy artillery or combat boots. Oh, of course. Mid-range, you have to have a pair of gummies. Good old gum boots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, high Definitely. risk, high reward, pair of steel caps. If they happen to get on the right rotation and you get the steel cap impact, you get extra mm. damage. Uh, like a pair of stilettos for piercing damage. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a nice strappy number to entangle the bike. Oh yeah, right. yeah you get to add a pair of gym socks for uh, for caustic damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Look, look, Ubisoft. See, we've just made if, a new game. Make that fuck. Make if you hear this better. one, Ubisoft. Uh, look, while we'd like you to 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 call us out, you know, maybe throw us some cash for the site. Look, I'm not gonna lie, Ubisoft. You can have this one for free. Yeah, you, make you can this. have it for free. Hell, I will even pay for your game. I will actually <laughs> buy a copy of your game if I can throw shit at people playing the other fucking stupid game. Right? It'd be great. Uh, next up was more seasonal content for the crew. None of us played the crew. Again, I think there's a way to, to improve the crew too. The crew 2 overpass edition, where you just get to throw shit off an overpass at a race going underneath. <laughs> Basically, we're yes. saying Ubisoft, put things where we can throw things at other people oh, yeah. in your thing. Just... Let us be able to muck around with other people's games. Like, if it's oh, just... Yeah. Could, imagine being a, a streamer for it, just going around this little brick slams into your fucking windshield. Like, ah. Like, and it doesn't even hit the windscreen. Like, you throw a tire off, it lands on the road, and it flips someone else's car. There's points right there. Ooh. Like, just, Exactly. Just the troll version of any of their fucking games where you can fuck with someone else's game. I'm down for that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Keen. Next up was the uh, season three sneak peek of Mythic Quest. I don't watch Mythic Quest. I don't really like their live action show. I don't so even know I what Mythic Quest really is. It's a TV yeah. show about game yeah, development, but for a fictitious company and a fictitious game. I've not watched it. Neither have I. If they're I not making like a game where you get the three people get rolling down a hill or vehicles going under an overpass, I don't really <coughs> want to play it. Yeah, <laughs> we have a very like specific thing of what we want the next few years. Apparently so. We've we've planned out Ubisoft's yeah. upcoming catalog. Exactly. Um, and the last really big thing of noteworthy is Assassin's Creed's getting a live action TV show. But I already, as stated, don't really like the <laughs> TV show offering. So hi, this is Netflix. You've been greenlit. What can I do you for? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, although Netflix you, not said wrong. that they're um, they're. Crimping uh, down on that stuff. Oh yeah, better mm. shit. They, they are instead of trash all the time. But yeah, 
Now that no one, everyone's not like trapped in their homes anymore, it's like, oh shit, we have to try? Uh, I guess we'll trim some of the fat. <laughs> I guess we'll trim some of the fat. Oh, by the way, we're going to screw people over who share passwords or share fucking logins. Like, Despite the yeah. fact that that was part of their fucking marketing at the start. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Bastards. Yeah. So fucking dumb. <laughs> Speaking of companies doing dumb shit. Huh. Uh, Meta's hey. been in the news again. Yeah. yeah, they have. Yeah, so like, what have they actually done? Because it was... I looked at little bits of it and it so, just seems stupid. So what they've done... Um, after the 2016 presidential elections, they developed a hmm. what they called a responsible innovation team. And that was meant to be a group of 20, 20 plus people who go through and they decide if what we're doing socially responsible or not. Is the direction we're taking for the betterment of society or not? <clears throat> so they, they tried to put it in a conscience essentially. Well, they, they effectively had an ethics department saying hey look Ooh. no this is a this is a sort of bad direction to take or this isn't for the betterment of society um mm. and they've currently decided oh we don't need to be told we're doing a bad thing let's get rid of it but <laughs> right. yeah so it it, it I, is the, the group saying are we the baddies if you completely remove the option to ask that question the answer is yeah. yes there is no I agree, alternative. But that is the equivalent of a serial killer go, uh, turning their conscience on. Like, I wonder, am I doing a bad thing? Yes. Well, I don't like that answer. I'm going to turn that back off. I don't know. I feel <laughs> like if your, company requires, if your <laughs> company requires a division to walk around your office with a rolled up newspaper going, no, that's bad. I feel like you've already become the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's the same as like Google years ago removing don't be evil from their fucking company statement. Like, mm. it's gonna happen. One way or another, yeah. they're a corporation, that, they're going that to That was the weird thing. thing, though. Like, I remember that happening. It was like, why they, are they going to do evil now? It's like, no, no, we, it was just a silly little thing. Like, and why didn't you just keep it in? Yeah. It's like, and I love the backlash from that. And they still don't have it back in, which makes me sad. Yeah. So, it's the again, like, have you actually read the terms and conditions on things? Has anyone Like, the ever? iTunes... Oh, like someone Did, does. Did we talk One about guy, this last week? Maybe. But, like, isn't it in the terms and conditions for iTunes that you can't use iTunes in the conjunction of making any kind of nuclear weapon or something? Like, that's stipulated in there for some reason? Uh, there was what else am I going to do with my uh, iNuke? It only works yeah. in a walled nah. garden. It only detonates in a very small area, and it's not compatible with anything else around it. Um, wasn't it the, the group who put into their terms of conditions that if you agree to it, you gave them your soul? Yes, they got a lot of shit for that. People got really angry. There was like there was uh, a whole like series jokes of on them. I don't have a soul. There's a whole series of South Park episodes on this of not reading the terms and conditions, and yeah. they end up like harvesting organs and like we'll stop doing this if you sign the terms and conditions. And you no, just no, sign it. it you didn't the, read them again. They turned him into a human sentai yeah, pad. That's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, <sighs> although speaking of of dumb shit, because this happened after the episode that we recorded last week, where we brought this topic up, and we'll probably bring it up again because we love Ooh. ranting about it. Um, we, were t- we were talking about the tractors that had the uh, copyright in them. So John Dee's. Yeah, the John Deere one. Oh, yeah. An Australian guy cracked the DRM on those. <laughs> to show that he did it, he started playing Doom on a John Deere tractor. Oh, yeah. Don't. I'm, I'm a little disappointed he wasn't playing Farming Simulator on it. Look, man, he's oh. only got so much hardware to work with. Like, I would love that it if true. you could install a graphics card in your John Deere and play Farming Simulator in an actual fucking John Deere. That would be fucking amazing. Oh, that's brilliant. I just like that it's some random Australian guy figures out how to crack this multi-million dollar company's DRM and he's like, fuck you, I'm playing Doom. <laughs> can it run Doom? God damn it, can. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, it's like every computer ever made, your fridge, a pregnancy test, an oscilloscope machine, and now a tractor. <laughs> yeah. Like, all you do, it's, it's going to happen eventually, but you can speed up the process by saying that thing is uncrackable. 
Yeah. The second that is mentioned, that's when the internet just zeroes in, like hyper focuses. It's like impossible, you say. Fuck you. It'd be fun if you like just sold a random product and in like the bottom of the fucking list of features, and you just had runs Doom, and it's only got like a <laughs> tiny little screen that's completely useless other than it runs Doom. That's it. That would sell like fucking that, hotcakes. It really fucking would, to be honest. Like kids' fucking school lunchbox runs Doom. Done. I wouldn't even yeah. really go outside at fucking lunch at work. I would sit in my fucking lunchroom and play Doom. I'd be happy as fucking Larry. <laughs> yeah, great. Although, uh, again, uh, speaking of games, there is actually one I wanted to talk about this week that actually did something that I think is really good and that more games should really fucking do. Was it Doom? So, <clears throat> no, oddly enough, no. it was, was it nothing a lunchbox? to do with it. <laughs> I mean, there might be pictures on a lunchbox. I don't know if the game's on a lunchbox. Um, There's hope yet. I've been, pl- I've been playing this game called Steel Rising. It's the new game by Spider. Um, the, it's the first go at a Souls-like. It's actually not too bad. But as often with these companies when they do their first Souls-like, they tend to do a lot of uh, location recycling. You know, They've only got so many enemies and so many sets they can design on a budget. So they do a bit of reuse Hmm. so they have a bunch of side quests that often take you back to areas and locations you've already done and been in the thing they decided to do which I think is really good and more companies need to think about doing is at the completion of these side quests you quite often get given an item called a carriage token Hmm. what this item is it will automatically warp you back to the start of the level where the quick travel point is to go to other levels Ah. And I think that's really good. You're already recycling your content, having the player go to the side quest location, and they've hmm. essentially gone, you've completed the side quest. You don't have to run through the whole level again to get out again. We're just going to give you an item to free warp out. I like that. I think that. that's a great idea, and more games yeah. really should do that, particularly if you don't have the budget to have a lot of unique and distinct levels if you need to reuse levels having quick outs amazing idea absolutely should exist uh, why is that not a thing like uh, Outlanders does like that's that's a game that sort of flopped and then it, I know it had it all the way through mm. why is how did that get fucking missed in a game where it can be difficult to run through it why do you have to run back through it after you've done the shit you want to do like how did that get missed at all and well, those well, I mean, the... were always a slog weren't they like it was always like you're doing this the hard way like no matter what you're doing well I mean you gotta think about it though like the the big ones you set this whole formula of game design up being from self Dark Souls games mm. tend to flow outward yeah. they don't have they don't specifically go go back mm. you can if you want to but they generally don't do it they'll create shortcuts so you can cut chunks of the level out and not have yeah. to ever do them again so a lot of people when they're making this style of game try to emulate that but they don't always succeed or they don't have enough budget to create enough of these detailed interconnected levels Steel Rising has a lot of switchbacks and shortcuts and things you can open it has really detailed levels but clearly they didn't have the budget to make too many of them so they came up with this great solution and I think it's a great idea and if you can't do the big levels and you don't have the budget to make so many of them you've got to do a reuse minimize player shit it it sounds like a common sense problem like a common sense solution to a common sense problem yeah and unfortunately common sense isn't very common so we we all learnt game design and that kind of stuff as a basic level (laughs) John Doe went into a bit deeper than we did. But the whole thing of replay, uh, replay value, uh, in some cases, or play time, essentially, a lot of companies will do anything they can to extend the play time. In some cases, that can be weird, shifty things, like you can't quick travel, or you can't skip this content if you go back for a side quest. And it's like, well, I get that, but it also just fucking sucks. Have you ever mm. gone back to the original Pokemon games and been stuck walking? You can't run. But by that, like, like the, the latest Assassin's Creed game, when they first announced that, yeah, 200 plus hours of fucking playtime. That's hmm. 
that's not a fucking game. That's the second job. That's more effort yeah. than I ever want to put into a fucking game. That's, Especially because there was like what maybe eighteen hours of actual game in those yeah, two hundred hours. The rest is find the fucking collectible, find the fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fucking game time. That's straight out filler. That's or, you have to, or you have to do something interesting with the amount of space you have because a lot of the problem with Assassin's Creed as well is like here's objective one now run five minutes of real world time that way to get to objective two hmm. you look at something like Red Dead Redemption 2 oh. where they quite often had you traveling with people and so there would be a lot of dialogue and stories yeah. between the characters Actual happening while you were traveling hmm. yeah. not just go to point A go to point B climb point C jump off to point D uh, that's because they repetition. at least realized with Red Dead Redemption that if we're going to have you stuck traveling that way, we'll, it's a great time to give you exposition. Like, and given the fact that you're supposed it. to be part of a posse, mm. and you're supposed to know all these characters, as a player, you don't know any of them. So you need to build those relationships within the player's view. Yeah. The easiest way to do it was while you're traveling. Also, given the fact that you're like often like a big group, you'd be traveling and you'll be talking, and I don't know if, if it was timed that way, or if it just happened to always turn out like that for me. A lot of the time I'd get to a location, and they'd be in the middle of a conversation, then someone would be like, ooh, shut up guys, we're here, we're here, we're here. Yeah. And it really felt like you were a group of guys just talking until it was like, job's on, business time. But yeah, they felt like an actual gang. They, they did, did have they a did system that, for really like, well. in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. They had a like if you were in your boat going down the river, yeah. you could listen to stories. You could listen to a fucking sea shanty. Fucking great. And then you're going to raid somewhere and they go, right, we're going to hit this joint. Everyone shut up. And then you turn off and you fucking nail the place. That was gold. But traveling around having to do it by yourself is like, God fucking damn. Especially because there were like, what, 20 of those raids in the whole game? When it launched, yeah. And then they, as a DLC, they brought out river raids, which were like, added ones but yeah pretty much Sometimes at that point they'd not... already burned a fair few people oh they burned <laughs> a lot of people by then <laughs> yeah like, I was well and truly be... done I jumped back on just to try the river raids it's like alright I've done this I'm done I'm out I mean it took me less than two hours to find an area where I could get out of the geometry yeah 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 it didn't take and much I wasn't even all. trying they they packed too much in and missed too many little details of how you can break shit it's like uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still always just remember the fact that a game, part of the game glitched and I was never able to get one of the ultimate weapons just because one of the quests glitched and I could never get the item required from it. Yeah. I, well, I, I have no love for Valhalla. Which yeah. is disappointing because I love North Mythology. Yeah. Same. North Mythology is fucking weird. It's really fun. Well, even... I Previous games go back to Assassin's Creed 4 where you're in your ship and you listen to fucking sea shanties mm. and stuff cruised around. You didn't even need to get onto an island. You just cruise the fuck around the islands, listen to sea shanties. That is a hell of a I often used to like sit there and circle an objective because it was like halfway through a a shanty I liked. And as I was about to pull into the place, they started another shanty I liked. I'm like, well, we're going round again, boys. Let's (laughs) let's do it. It's like, ah. The only bad thing about that game was the assassin part. (laughs) It was. Put that shit on shuffle and just let me cruise the fuck around. Hopefully that's what Skull and Bones is. It is. We can dream. No, it, it definitely won't be, but we can hope. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, anyway, meta is evil. Yes. Yeah. That, that was the original point of this conversation. Yeah. Meta bad. <laughs> Actually, it was me praising a game and in, a small developer for doing a thing that bigger developers should know how to do. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah so. well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> it does tie in. It's a common sense problem. Don't be evil. Ugh. And if you, if you get rid of the people that ask... Are we being evil? Yes, you are being evil. Done. <laughs> so, it, it, also, it does remind me of things, because Meta is still trying to do the like virtual world thing, aren't they? They, they want to be the whole meet in a virtual space. They're, they're, they're scaling back on it due to uh, lack of interest and loss. But they're <laughs> still working lack on of it. interest. They never had any interest from the fucking start. But... No like, one asked for it. No one the, wanted it. He just wanted to be... Uh, what's the... Enter Player One. I... Yeah, well, he oh, yeah. wanted to be that essentially, but apparently did not 
understand the assignment of it's a free place, not full of corporate greed. <laughs> he he wanted he wanted a Ready Player One after the corporations already won that challenge. Yeah, that's when he yeah, wanted to pretty be. much. But like the the difference from like the the ad of him standing there and he's his virtual him, and then the actual in world where he looks like a fucking me from Nintendo in like the early where it 2000s. looks worse than fucking VR chat, which is yeah. free. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I don't know who, like, what third year fucking student did you get to make this for you? Like, this is fucking terrible. Someone oversold their capabilities, didn't they? Oh, they did. He's got a nephew or a a niece somewhere that's going through a game design course and said, I can do a thing. And then he dumped money into it. And no, no, let's be honest, he doesn't have that niece or nephew anymore because he dumped a lot of money and it flopped. That niece or nephew is now, like, somewhere very undisclosed. But I just... I don't understand. No one was asking for it. And then there's, like, in the corner, I think it's Microsoft or someone trying to get um, full dive VR as a thing. Like, they have a a couple of things going in the background because they want to start improving VR. But they're partnered with... They want to make a game which is Sword Art Online. Yeah. It's literally Sword Art Online VR. And I'm like, did you not watch the show? The the show is, you are in a VR world, and if you die, you die. Who is going to buy this just in case? I'd I'd be happy if they put the fucking microwave in the headset, so if you do die, you're fucking gone. I'd never play that would be funny (laughs) as fuck. I would watch people, like... That, that would be Twitch the... that I would watch. I would watch the shit yeah. out of that on Twitch. <laughs> Although, to be honest, if I was given the option to plug my brain into a game, I would probably do it. Even with the threat of death. Like, I'm that kind of idiot. We all read far too many lit RPGs to know that we'd all do that. But <laughs> Oh, we would disappear into the internet within <laughs> seconds. Like, uh, Well, now that we've brought up books, do we want to talk about the book this week? Because it's finally uh... time. It's time time to get this book out of our fucking system. I am going to have to let you guys talk about this, because I I tried, man. I tried on multiple occasions to read this fucking book. And this is the first book that's in my Audible account. That is unfinished. I I would like to apologize to anyone else that listened along with us, because this one was a fucking slog. If if you actually enjoyed this book, more power to you. That was fucking great. I listened to it, and oh my fucking god! If it, you want to get the gist of this like book, just watch the series. For the love of oh god, yeah. the series is at least coherent. Like, yeah, holy I'd, shit! I'd recommend one of the few times where the the TV show is better than the book. Yeah, like, that doesn't happen often. No, reading to, like it's meant to be a book about madness and being forced into a situation where you don't want to fucking be there. That's reading this fucking book. I think it was deliberately written that way to force you to think, oh, fuck me, this is dragging. I think it only could have been written that way, or else... It's just so weird. There was a point where I could have sworn I had restarted the fucking recording. Like, I got to... I think I was, like, live chatting you guys at the time, going, what the hell is this? Yeah, I'm 20 hours in, I don't want to start again. Oh, yeah, it's like, the same thing from a slightly different character listening to the exact same fucking conversation. <coughs> I swear to God, it gave me the Abbott and Costello vibes for who's on second, who's on first. Like, it's just that, but to an nth degree, it's ramped up to 11, and it's like, I can't stop saying the same words, for the love of God. New words. Other words exist. Please use them. Major, like, major, major, major. Oh my uh, fucking god. The word major has lost all meaning for me. Oh yeah. Like, completely. I, I can't anymore. It was painful. And like, the weirdest thing is, no one gets their comeuppance. No. They're all horrible people. But like, that, that's also sort of like deliberate in it. Like the, the yeah. higher ups that cause all of the shit never have anything blow back on them because... That's the way of the military. You're higher up, and it's the lower class's fucking problem. Not like, just the higher ups. There's a point where one of the gunner crew throws a chick out of a window and kills her, and yeah. the, pe- uh, the, um, the the military police run past him, who has literally killed someone in the last ten minutes, a random civilian, 
and arrest the the main character instead because yeah. he went AWOL. And yeah. like I get it, it's the whole you know bureaucracy's fucking dumb thing of the military, but what the fuck? It's never brought up again apart from to say, yeah, no, he doesn't get punished for it. Like yeah. the fuck and most of the book is just them assaulting a lot of women. Yeah, weirdly. That that I wasn't expecting that when it got recommended to yeah. none of that got mentioned. It's like, oh shit, okay, I've just recommended this book for everyone to read. Okay, I guess. Yeah, I'm that was that was a bit it. weird. <laughs> yeah, like, it was a bit strange. Like, it hasn't aged well. I will give. Oh I'll no, give it, it absolutely that. hasn't. Like, the, like, the book hasn't there's aged a a lot of language in it that was used at the time and may have been uh, socially acceptable at the time, that is not now. Like no, not at all. Like no, it's like oh okay, that that was a little abrupt sure like it, right, it we'll probably continue. didn't help that I was I listened to this book primarily on planes I because I was flying around <laughs> a lot uh, the recent days so I'm listening to a book about people being paranoid <laughs> getting on planes in case they're shot down on a plane <laughs> I let it never be said that I am an intelligent person but I swear I was going insane listening to this book and if it's written that way fucking well done you got the thing you like yeah i felt I, like i was having a fever dream i genuinely don't think i could tell you exactly how many like primary characters are in this book because yeah. every time it tells you the exact same event through a different character's eyes from a different fucking perspective of what's going on around them and then does the exact same thing several times in different sections of the book and it's just fucking hard to follow like yeah and there's certain things that just don't make sense like at all um like Nately's whore uh, yeah. which is basically the name they give to one of them you never know her actual name so that's just how she's referred to as yeah uh, a prostitute one of the characters falls in love with and eventually she does too and then you know shock surprise he dies because it's the war but then she blames Yasserian, the main character, yeah. for all of it. And then goes absolutely nuts and tr- and hunts him down over hundreds of miles. Yeah, multiple countries. Abandoning her sister at the same time, her child sister yeah. at the same time. Um, who, in the book, Yasserian goes AWOL trying to find this like very young 10-year-old girl uh, to make sure that she's okay, because for some reason the military police just turfed them out of the building. With, yeah. for no apparent reason and literally the reason was given us Catch-22 we could so we did yeah and and all the it. way through Catch-22 has different fucking meanings depending on what character is using it and it's yeah. meant like from the start of it it's that uh, if you want out of the military you're obviously not nuts enough to leave the military so you need to stay in but if you're nuts enough to, yeah. like, to know you're in a bad situation like I've, ex- I've explained that fucking badly, but the whole fucking book is that it's loopy yeah, that it's, it's hard to fucking track. Like, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I listened, like, enjoyed it's fucking very relative. I listened yeah. to it and I thought, okay, well, this is a book that I'm sure someone has enjoyed. I will never listen to this book again. It'll it'll Same, stay in my in my audible pile as finished, and it will never get looked at or downloaded again. I can still barely remember things. Like, things flash up in what happened, and I'm still trying to remember. Like, the, the plane, uh, where he... The, it keeps mentioning... Because I've already seen the series. I kind of knew the gist of it. Um, and they kept mentioning one of the guys who liked to buzz the uh, the platform in the ocean to yeah. scare people. And like, oh, fuck, I know what happens later. And it's fucking messed up. That's going to be interesting. But when that finally happens, it's just like that wasn't as rewarding or shocking no, as it could no, have been. It's very like flash in the pan. Oh, this happened, and it's covered in like half a chapter, and then they all move on. Yeah, the only repercussion from it is they all now uh, insist that the doctor is dead, but he yeah. is quite honestly alive. He's standing in front of them, and it's the whole bureaucracy thing uh, t- uh, ramped up to eleven. It's like, oh no, it says here you're dead, therefore you're dead. Yeah, that plane went down and you no. were on it. So you can't be here yeah. in front of me because you were on that plane that went down. Yeah, it's- so they pay out his widow and everything. He sends her a letter saying, you know, ignore it, I'm still alive. Um, but then she gets another letter from one of the, like, the colonels who, all the colonels are just massive cockheads. But he's like, no, no, he's dead. Definitely dead. <coughs> very, very dead. Because he doesn't want to admit it because it would make him look bad. Yeah. Like, it's... it's- 
full of unnecessary viciousness. Like, yeah. there is no compassion for any character in it at all. It's very... Yeah. Oh, I can be a dick here. I'm going to be a dick here. Like... Like, the only one you could really kind of feel sorry for is um, Nately, because he is pegged as just being a uh, innocent child, because he is yeah. 15. He lies about his age to be enlisted. Um, and maybe Yasserian. Maybe Yasserian. Yasserian like, gets character. so many bad hooks. Like, there's so many he does, in that but he also like, fucks people around. Oh, absolutely, he does. But at every opportunity where, like, he's actually done good he's lined something up that'll actually come out good for him gets mm. fucked over because someone else just doesn't feel like doing their actual job like the um the maid of uh, the guy who's running the syndicate yeah like who's just scamming people for money and when he's going looking for the child gets distracted by uh, illegal tobacco and just ditches him no or like for the repercussion like he literally conspires with the enemy to bomb his own airfield and there are no repercussions. It's worse than that. He bombs his own airfield with his own people. With like, it's, his with, own army's yeah. own fucking bombs and then lands on with, that same airfield going, oh, it's just business. And then But because no he shows that it made money. Yeah. No, it's, there are no repercussions because he made money for the, the colonels and everyone gets a cut of the syndicate despite no one ever seeing a cent. No, ever. It's it's good for the syndicate. It's good for you. It's good for me. Yeah, and it's a it's a fun idea and everything. But again, like he, it's one of those things that gets played out over and over again. It's like I don't like this character. Yeah. Some character here has to be endearing, and they have to. Like, I want some kind of resolution. <laughs> Like, the ending uh, of the book is Yusarian's whore again appearing out of nowhere trying to kill Yusarian. I, I want to, like, at least some part of it where, like, I sort of care about this character and I actually want something to happen that will actually be satisfying to, alright, I've closed the book, I'm done. I, like, I'm not asking for a happy ending, I'm just a- asking for a fucking realistic ending. Like, yeah. not just oh, I'm done now. I'm going to fuck off to Sweden. Bye. But we don't even get that. Like, no. it's the whole thing of, um, because I don't know how far you actually got, Seth, but I'm the how, the roommate very... he's with. Do you, you met the roommate he was with, yeah? The, um, yeah. Yeah, that guy. At one point, his plane goes down. But it's mentioned that his plane goes down every single time he goes out. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, fuck, he's dead. He's able. He, you know, he's completely gone. There was no hope of him surviving. And he kept telling Yusarian the entire way through, he's like, switch to my team. Switch. You should definitely switch to my team. I'll look after you. Switch to my team. The very last part of the book is you're finding out this guy has ended up in Sweden. And Yusarian's like, put it all together going, he's been practicing how to crash. That's why he always goes down. He's been practicing the crash and plotting the course to get to Sweden. And at one point, he had a water crash and then kept everyone alive because he was, you know, fishing and that kind of thing. So he was planning how to survive. At which point, he's like, I should have switched to his team. What I have to do now is we have to, I have to get to Sweden. I don't even care. I'm going to run. Uh, and then it ends as he's trying to leave the room and his, like, Nately's, you know, Nately's whore has again tried to kill him. And that's it. That's it. You don't he, know if she's he killed him. He's stabbed several times, and that's it. That's that's yeah. the ending you get left with after confusion. Yeah. Yeah. That face. Well, like every time he gets a windfall, when it goes, this was audible. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. No. I, that was one of the few times where I had like that's happened. I've gone fuck you. Yeah. Because like, I, there was no resolution. It I just really sounds like the catch twenty two of this book is this book. Yeah. 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 Like. Like, Which I kind of hope was designed because the whole book was based fuck? on madness, and by the time you get to the end of it, it was just a confusing fucking utter madness. Going, I went through that. I've been through an ordeal. Who the fuck can I talk to about this ordeal? Oh, catch twenty two. Fucking no one. Yeah, it's honestly like listening to a fever dream. And if that was intent, like intentional, well done. Like, you you did it. Uh, fuck it. Round of applause. Yeah, like fuck. Well, like, well, well fucking done, sir. Like. You you na- you understood the assignment and you nailed it. Yeah. But book of fish it is pissed me off. Yeah, I felt like I was going insane. Just it was 
It was not I, great. I I literally wanted I wanted to get out of the book, but I hadn't finished the book. But I needed to get out of the book. But I hadn't finished the book, so I couldn't get out of the book yet. I was yeah. caught in Catch-22, and this motherfucker, oh, it took some doing. I got through it eventually. We had... We had that just strange experience. Like, is it an interesting book? Yes. Would I ever recommend it to anyone? Fuck no. No. I'm, like, I've, I've literally told my uncle he recommended it to me. You are a dick. Like, I'm not <laughs> book recommendation from you again. That was fucked. What was his response? He looked at me and laughed. Was like, oh, fuck you. I would slap you. you knew, he, <laughs> he just knew wanted exactly to inflict what this. He was doing. Oh, like, I, I don't even want to like, recommend this to inflict this on people. No. It, it's 16 hours and 22 minutes of going, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> this is like walking through molasses. So, <sighs> I, I had a quick jump on the wiki just to see, like, you know... Was it intentional? Style. Yeah, basically trying to figure it out. This is how they describe the writing style. A distinctive, non-chronological, third-person, omniscient narrator. That actually fits, and I hate the fact that it does. Oh, man. That's, that's just getting a handful of fucking words and throwing them out. It goes, this is what it is. Yeah. And somehow it's correct. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, honestly, it. I understand why this was a bestseller. Um, I understand people's draw to it. It is not for me. I am not the target audience for this book. If you enjoyed this, power to you. Well done. I don't. I, I don't know what's in your head. I hope you're okay. But, like... Yeah, no, like, not not for me. So... Oh, yeah, now it's, like, my turn to actually pick the next book, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I think we're gonna need a pretty solid palette cleanser this week. Yeah, yeah, this one has actually been recommended to me by a few people. Just quickly, um, I'd like to apologize again. I'm fucking sorry for Catch-22. I'll try and do better next time, but I'll mostly have <laughs> with another fucking dud. So, deal with it. No, no, you. guaranteed... Gu- guarantee we're all going to pick a stinker at some point. We got it out of the way. Like, <laughs> I mean, eventually like a- we all listen to a bad recommendation. Like, it happens. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried that the next book I've got on deck because I've got the Halloween book is it might not tickle everybody else's jollies, but I really liked it, so I'm a little fine. Like, oh, fuck th- it. This, that one was an unknown. <laughs> Spoopy. Um. But yeah, no, uh, I've got the next one, and I've gone with He Who Fights Monster uh, Fights with Monsters. It's another lit RPG because after Catch Twenty Two, I went back to uh, Ten Realms, and it I'm stuck in a slog book for that. But even that's infinitely better than what I had just listened to. So, and He Who Fights with Monsters, I've been told by a few people, is pretty worth it. Um, so I'll quickly it, bring up the blurb. The Here Fights in Monsters, I think one, uh, I think it was twenty twenty one audio audible fantasy book of the year, whatever it was. Yeah, it won some award for it anyway. Yeah, it's winning. So, it's a few awards for look, and the it's sort of popular. So yeah, and the ratings are all five star. Like I, this is one of those ones where it's like complete five star rating. There's very few low ratings. Um. But let's have a look. So, it's not easy making the career jump from office supplies store middle manager to heroic interdimensional traveler. At least Jason tries to be heroic. But it's hard to be good when you're, uh, when all your powers are evil. So, basically, it's he's again transported into another realm. Uh, he'll face off against cannibals, cultists, wizards, monsters, and that's just on the first day. He's going to need courage. He's going to need wit. And he's going to need some magical powers of his own. But first, he's going to need pants. And that alone was enough to get me in on this series, I think. Like, I I was in. Uh, After submitting himself as one of the best-rated serial novels on Royal Road, uh, with an astonishing 13 million views, He Who Fights Monsters is now brought to us uh, in a professionally formatted audio. So, yeah, no, that sounds interesting. I'm actually significantly more interested because I was just checking out the about the series, and it mm. starts out by pointing out that this is a laid-back Australian. Yeah. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. From Melbourne. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck, yes! They're finally throwing an Look, Australian into a random magical world? Oh, no wonder it's he who fights with monsters. 
Yeah. We basically live with monsters in Australia all the time. And no wonder he takes all the evil powers. <laughs> I mean, of course, he's from fucking that. Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, I did not know. It was, a, it was an Australian protagonist. It's actually written by an Australian, though. That's the question. It's also read by an Australian. Yes! Oh, fuck, yes! Oh, we get the proper accent! Yeah. There's nothing worse than someone from another country trying to imitate our accent. Oh, and, I'm so happy. Yeah. And they actually pronounce Melbourne correctly. It's Melbourne. Not Melbourne. 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 <laughs> Have you been to Melbourne? <laughs> I've never been to Melbourne. I've been to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The Melbourne God, <laughs> I'm now even more keen for this book I already I know, picked. Right? It's amazing. Uh, but yes, that'll be our next one. We'll put up a link for, for that. And I'm going to be honest, I think there's probably going to be a fair few lit RPG novels passing through our book club. Maybe. Like, it's, I don't know why, but it seems to like... It plays well with our demons. Leave us alone. Um, but I will try to make sure my next book is not a lit RPG. So I'll, I'll deviate from that and make sure I have something more fantasy-based. Or don't worry, I we're not doing a a horror lit RPG for October. I have something else planned. I can't promise mine won't be. <laughs> <laughs> but if there's uh, any I, left by the time I get around to it, because goddamn, I've run yeah. through lit RPGs lately. We are trying to pick things that we uh, <coughs> we haven't done before, or all of us haven't read, but to be honest, we are all massive book whores. We have yeah. listened to a lot of stuff. But, so we are eventually going to start branching into some of our favorite series. Uh, so one of my next ones, because I think I've got the Christmas shift, haven't I? Uh, give me a minute, I'll find out for you. Uh, if, Seth, uh, if Seth has so... October, I've got November, then... Yes, you do, December's... you get Christmas. Yeah. I've got Christmas, so I might put you guys towards... Um, one of my favorite series and that kind of stuff. So is it that way? Themed? Ooh, no, not really. Perfect. Can I what find a Christmas? Thing what is it? Not Die Hard the novel? Because it's Gremlins is... the novelization. <laughs> the epitome of Christmas movies. <laughs> oh, Gremlins is the greatest oh, of Christmas movies. Right. I, 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 I always thought the Gremlins two with Die Hard blended in. Bruce Willis going through the ducks while Gremlins two is happening. <laughs> I, that is the crossover I did not know I wanted. Die Hard versus Gremlins. Fucking oath. And he has oh. to try and get through and destroy all of the Gremlins. <clears throat> oh. And he's like, he's normally crawling through vents. Now the vents aren't safe. They're full of Gremlins. Fucking yeah, oath. but you know some Gremlins gonna call him up and go, Yippee motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> guaranteed. Honestly, oh. I just wanted to bite the bullet and like... Once just to Listen yeah. <laughs> to that, watch that, read that, I don't give a fuck. If it existed, I, done. Why yeah. hasn't Gremlins had a, um, an, a an update or a, a resurgence? Because it's a great series. Like, yeah. Gremlins and Critters, I would really want a new book, or they, they not book, what, but a seven, new movie for. They made, what, seven Critters movies? Five, six, seven Critters movies? Why? Weirdly uh, enough, it's one of the few horror franchises of that time that didn't go to space. It did. It was but the fourth movie. from space. Oh, yeah, no, fuck. <laughs> But why did Gremlins only get two movies? God fucking damn, they didn't even yeah. get their space movie. Yeah, although, like, now that we have a decent Predator movie, it brings... Because, like, that happened with Prey. People are going back and re-watching the original movies. And they, if that trend continues, then maybe we might see them start re going back to those old horror movies, going, hey, we can modernize Gremlins. Can you imagine Gremlins in modern day? Be fucked. What? No, like, a Gremlins in, like, the ISS set to, like, an Aliens theme. Like, or you don't, you never actually see the Gremlin until, like, right at the fucking end, after it's fucked shit up. Oh, that would be fun, actually. Like, an actual, like, psychological thriller of a fucking Gremlin. No, tell you what, you advertise it as a, a just generic Bermuda Triangle movie. Like, they've gone <laughs> into the Bermuda Triangle. It's Gremlins! <laughs> dude, they dude. Actually, just, that's where gone, they come from. They've gone over the Bermuda Triangle. That's it. And picked up a gremlin. Yeah. And it's just, dude. Yeah. There's what? Like a, there was another Critters movie in 2019. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, Critters Attack. It came out in 2019. Ah, how did we not movie. know this? You know what's dumber though? There was a TV show too. Fuck off, like, Critters the new uh, Critters the new binge. 
Oh my god, we're gonna have to... We're gonna have to watch this, like... I'm, I'm gonna have to look up Gremlins now in case there was something I never knew about. Please, I know there was rumours of a, of a TV show for Gremlins in the works, but I think it got shit canned. I mean, probably, but I'm just like, I just happened to randomly look up Critters and it's like, oh, there's a whole bunch more. What? <laughs> but we may have to do just a, um... Oh, was it a riff track for that, I think? We're gonna have to watch this new Critters. I mean, might as yeah, well fuck. record it. What the... What? Gremlins, the sequence of the Mogwai, 2022. Oh my god, we're getting a Gremlins movie this year? Or do we already have a Gremlins movie this year? Whoa. It's a time scale here, bud. <laughs> Hang Wait. on, I'm, I'm reading... Look, man, I'm reading the article. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, there are three massive Gremlins fans here right now who have just been told there is more. It's like, so we got three Border Collies in the same room just running in circles. Like, Nuts, gremlins, gremlins, <laughs> gremlins, gremlins. We are gremlins. Let's be honest. Like, okay, so I'm slightly disappointed uh, because it's an animated show. Uh, I say this as an animator. This still could be okay. Yeah, no. I look. It could be. I don't know. All I'm saying is, it's animated, and Gremlins was always a live action thing. So yeah. I'm a little like. Uh, um, it's supposed to be, uh, exist as a prequel to the first movie. It's a 10-episode series coming out in 2023. Damn it! Apparently it got announced this year. All right, I'd, fair enough. Makes sense. I'd like it if, like, they advertised a movie as being, like, a rom-com or, like, something stupid, and then halfway through, the gremlins just start to invade. And they never mention it all the way through. And, like, there's a whole series of movies where they advertise it as, like, it's one's a rom-com, the next one's a comedy, and then... Another one's a psychological thriller. Like they go through all the no. and just the gremlins just turn up and fuck shit up just out of nowhere. We had that in the second um, movie for Gremlins. They started channel surfing. Yeah, and like that. If they started doing those channels, holy fuck, that'd be great. Like the world just started being infected by fucking gremlins. Can you just imagine a? You just you get a a high a big um, director or something and give them half a movie and then the other half is a comedy writer when the gremlins start showing up well <laughs> uh, gremlins are owned by Warner Brothers aren't they yeah hey, so, oh my god so the next Superman or Batman movie the gremlins come in and just wreck shit yes introduce it with Deadpool oh yeah fuck it no well that's Marvel so not really but oh, yeah, the, ne point. the next Suicide Squad they're halfway through the battle fight the big bad and the gremlins come in and just eat the motherfucker and now the Suicide Squad has to fight fucking gremlins. Oh, the next big bad is gremlins. Yeah. Not a giant fucking like, starfish, gremlins. Yeah. Can we just get a recut of that movie but it's gremlins? Oh, fucking... All it is is just a star-shaped tower of gremlins holding each other together. Ha! Ah. Like, I'd be keen. And the weird thing is gremlins are appearing in pop culture again. Because they popped up in, uh, what's the DC, like, beat-em-up thing owned by Warner Brothers? Uh, Multiverse thing. Multiverse, Actually, yeah. You that, can now play a strike. Uh, Velma, they had to re-edit her thing so she didn't call the cops on people. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, I because thought that, they were like, using that was... the cops as a weapon. That's why they <laughs> chose, she's using the, the police as a weapon. She has this thing where she, she has a mode where she hits people and she generates clues. Once she okay. has enough clues, she can activate her ultimate, at which point she would summon the police who would grab the person into the cop car, and then they would jump off the side of the stage. Velma was swatting people! Yeah. No, no, so, the thing that really got people's jimmies up was when they went, okay, so, who can you do this to? Well, you know, you can do it to Batman, you can do it to Bugs Bunny, you can do it to LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> Would, but, no, would it have been more racist for him to be immune to it? But they've since changed it. So you no longer call the cops on someone. Now it's a random white van that they get abducted in. No, 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 it's the, <laughs> it's the mystery van. Okay, the they fixed machine. it <laughs> If it was just a generic white van, van that would have been no, amazing. It's, it's, the, it's the mystery machine that she summons now. So they may have worse, updated it again. What is it? What is it worse? Cops taking people down or random vigilanteism? 
They could have just given her a an ultimate, which is catching them in the generic traps, because they always had like a, a you know stupidly overly complicated trap to catch people in, right? And if you give someone in those kinds of beat 'em up games a lock stasis, where this person is now tied down, so you can just get a bunch of damage onto them, that's still a pretty good ultimate. What What about the, the classic Scooby Doo? She walks up and just rips their face off, like. It was like, <laughs> oh shit, this was their face all along. <laughs> oh, that d- just, that would be amazing. That Although I do like any time. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, we just ripped his face off. <laughs> but, oh god. The horror. Alright, well, we're out past an hour, so I think we should uh, probably wrap things up for this week. Um, <laughs> Speaking of ripping off faces. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go die a little and go back to bed, so... That, that is, All right. yeah. Y'all have a good one. You too. Have a good one. See ya. <laughs>